Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. So, the recent hacker conference at DEF CON for 2019 has come and gone, and now there's a report out from the voting machine Hacker Village that took place there. As in past years, it's not a source of joy to anyone who cares about fair and secure elections in the United States, especially with the 2020 national election already hogging the daily news cycle. And the Voting Machine Hacker Village report is not the only document circulating that brings a very queasy feeling to our nation's collective stomach. Let's pause for a moment and review some of the studies, petitions, congressional bills, independent reports, and the like that have appeared since the 2016 presidential election. In the aftermath of that election, virtually everyone, including the head of the CIA and the head of the FBI, the Senate Intelligence Committee, in fact, just about everyone except the current occupant of the Oval Office and his great friend Vladimir Putin, have said that a foreign country, Russia, though recent claims from Microsoft and others have added Iran to that list, tried to influence the outcome of a U.S. election using all sorts of cyber techniques from social media disinformation to actual hacking attacks, supposedly unsuccessful, on at least a dozen states' election systems technologies. These problems have been known for years. For example, in June of 2017, over a hundred of the country's best experts in cybersecurity and voting technology sent a letter to Congress indicating that we have a serious problem with election security and integrity across the country. That letter observed that, quote, too many polling stations across the nation are still equipped with electronic machines that do not produce voter-verified paper ballots. Many jurisdictions are also inadequately prepared to deal with rising cybersecurity risks." End quote. That group of experts made three main recommendations. Quote, one, establish voter-verified paper ballots as the official record of voter intent. Two, safeguard against internet-related security vulnerabilities and assure the ability to detect attacks. Three, require robust statistical post-election audits before certification of final results in federal elections." End quote. In the report, each of those general objectives had a number of specific suggestions on how to accomplish those goals. Fast forward to 2018. Again, as a result of the 2016 election, the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine issued a report on election security, requested by Congress, entitled, quote, Securing the Vote, Protecting American Democracy, end quote. From that report, quote, The 2016 presidential election was a watershed moment in the history of elections. The election exposed new technical and operational challenges that require immediate attention of state and local governments, the federal government, researchers, and the American public. The election showed us that citizens must become more discerning consumers of information and that state and local governments must work collaboratively and together with the federal government to secure our election systems. Further, our leaders must speak candidly and apolitically about threats to our election systems. 
Transparent communication about threats to the integrity of our elections is vital. Openness is the most effective antidote to cynicism and distrust." End quote. The National Academy's report also carried a list of recommendations as well as reaching the following conclusion. Quote, as a nation, we have the capacity to build an election system for the future, but doing so requires focused attention from citizens, federal, state, and local governments, election administrators, and innovators in academia and industry. It also requires a commitment of appropriate resources. Representative democracy only works if all eligible citizens can participate in elections, have their ballots accurately cast, counted, and tabulated, and be confident that their ballots have been accurately cast, counted, and tabulated." End quote. Fast forward again, this time to September of 2019 in the voting machine Hacker Village Report, which included the following information after providing over a hundred recording machines for hackers who had no previous content with the machines to try to hack into. Quote, Voting Village participants were able to find new ways or replicate previously published methods of compromising every one of the devices in the room in ways that could alter vote tallies, change ballots displayed to voters, or alter the internal software that controls the machines." End quote. And further on, quote, as disturbing as this outcome is, we note that it is, at this point, an unsurprising result. Many of the specific vulnerabilities reported over a decade earlier are still present in the system today. End quote. This is the system that we're going to be using to elect the next president, House of Representatives, a third of the Senate, and thousands of state and local officials. That news doesn't make us Americans feel all warm and fuzzy inside. That's for sure. So, what is the solution? Well, acknowledging these reports and following the recommendations from some of the most experienced and expert cybersecurity people in the country would be a very good start. But all of those recommendations, especially the recommendation that all votes are tallied in a way that leaves a paper trail that can be examined, cost money. Lots of money. Money that small towns and large cities alike just don't have available to upgrade electronic equipment. The federal government has, in recent years, provided some money to help with the problem, but not nearly enough. In 2019, the House of Representatives did pass a bill which would provide a good deal of help to localities. But Mr. McConnell, majority leader of the Senate, has refused to even let the bill come before the Senate. His position, clearly at odds with the expert reports mentioned earlier, is that voting security is exclusively a local problem, not a federal problem. As reported in the Washington Post on July 30, 2019, Mr. McConnell said, quote, I'm not going to let Democrats and their water carriers in the media use Russia's attack on our democracy as a Trojan horse for partisan wish list items that would not actually make our elections any safer." End quote. So there we have it. Year after year since the 2016 election, 
one group of experts after another have studied our election capabilities and testified that we have a serious problem and then suggested real, achievable, practical solutions. Local governments are doing the best they can to deal with the deficiencies in our election technology, but they simply don't have the resources to do so by themselves, and the resources of the federal government will apparently not be brought to bear on the problem. Get ready for a potential political disaster in 2020 due in part to outdated and insecure voting technology, unless there's a miraculous change of mind in Washington, and soon. If by some miracle that does occur, we'll be sure to share that news right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm -hmm.